Welcome to the second season of Pop Culture Elevator. You might get off on the wrong floor, but it'll still be the right one. I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to follow the rabbit down some deeper holes, and we might just make it to Wonderland. That sounds like the adventure we're looking for. We will deep dive into some newer films, but also take a look at some of our older favorites. No movie is too big or too small for us to handle. And hey, we'll even have some time to talk about film news and our favorite celebrities. That's why we're the host of Pop Culture Elevator. Now let's let's get get this show on the road. And passengers, we'd love for you to message us. So if you'd like to, you can reach us at a few different places. Our email is popcultureelevator at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is PCE Podcast. Instagram is at popcultureelevator. Facebook is facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. When Mark and I talk about pop culture, we have a hard time censoring ourselves. So there are spoilers. Some of these spoilers are many years old and some only a few days old. We just want you to know what you're getting into. So if you haven't seen the movie we were talking about, you might want to pause this and watch said film. This is your spoiler warning. Welcome back, passengers. This episode, we fight for our lives. That's right. In this week's Mortal Kombat. Man, uh, I am super glad that I am not a master of uh, some martial arts where if there really is a Mortal Kombat, I'll get asked to come fight for my world because, yeah, I couldn't do it. Or the confidence, like the false confidence that you can win that thing and the dude just goes up and is instantly turned into a block of ice. Right, like... And inadvertently decapitates himself. (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, well, you know what? I'm going to go a segue this one. If you have a block of ice that screws up your house, we know someone that's sponsoring us that can help you. That's right, Season 2, and today's episode is brought to you by Precise Public Adjusting. Give them a call at 817-992-5040. If your insurance is giving you a hard time on a property loss claim, give them a call. They'll represent you and make sure they treat you the way they agreed to. Once again, that's Precise Public Adjusting at 817-992-5040. And let them know Pop Culture Elevator sent you. Indeed. So... Here we are. We're watched, we watched Mortal Kombat, the 1995 Mortal Kombat. Let's get that out of the way. It's not the new one. That one's coming the week after. Yeah. We're excited about it. Uh, it comes out, what, April 23rd. So that's the Friday, hopefully after you listen to this. But unless you listen to this years later, it came out on April 23rd, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here we are. We, we decided we're going to watch the old Mortal Kombat. No, we didn't go and watch Annihilation uh yeah we tried that, we thought about it we thought about We're it like, that nah. movie was just really bad <laughs> yeah um but i did get this really cool steel book uh the other day with mortal Kombat and annihilation uh both nice. on blu-ray so i mean and it was something like 15 bucks so i was like i i, I want this yeah same thing kind of happened to me it was a few years back and i was walking by the blu-ray combos and i see uh it has like Three Mortal Kombats. Oh, and probably had Legacy. The two and Legacy, yeah. exactly. Yeah, sorry. So the two Mortal Kombats and the Legacy 
in there in uh, all Blu-rays. So not that I've watched Legacy, but it's nice to have. Legacy's actually pretty good. I don't know. I've, I've been wanting to give it a shot. Shang, but... Shang Tsung is played by the same dude who plays Shang Tsung in the movie. So Wow. That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, they got him back. Also, when, you know, going through all the IMDb things and seeing that most of the characters uh, actually played their voices for uh, Mortal Kombat 10 and 11 as well. Nice. The actors, I'm sorry, the actors came mm-hmm. back and played their their characters. In the video um, game? Yeah, in the video game. So, okay, Paul W.S. Anderson. His track record really is like, I'm going to take these weird IPs, these games or whatever, and I'm going to turn them into uh, movies, but I'm going to do them my way. Like, mm. so... In, in the most, um, I want to say visceral way, he makes them into reality. And, and don't get me wrong, this movie, it has its flaws. You know, it's its um, uh, CG flaws. And maybe well, even if it's a couple, points. A couple pretty bad CGs, but... Exactly. But, but to be perfectly honest, regardless of that, I still feel immersed in this reality just like i did in event horizon just like i did in resident evil um maybe maybe not so much in alien you know what not that it was an amazing movie but alien versus predator right oh god i don't want to talk about alien versus predator i just don't like those movies but you could say you you were it felt like it could the best part about alien versus predator to me was Predator having enough respect for the human yes. that they teamed up. Like, that was about the best part of that movie. But anyway. I agree. Uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, who has a pretty good track record for doing video game movies, and they're either, I don't know, it's weird to say, either they're pretty dang good or they're, like, pretty bad. I mean, I didn't yeah. see Monster Hunter yet, but you did, and it's supposed to be Oh, man, that it was, it, I, you know, I, I went, it was my nephew's birthday, uh, and also I had not been to a movie in a year because in my house, we were on lockdown for this whole year of this pandemic, and our favorite thing in the world is going to movie theaters. So, um, for one, out of love for my nephew, we braved the theater, uh, which we love so but uh, he, I don't know if he chose it or if he was just like, yeah, that one's the best one that's out right now. Um, but we went and saw Monster Hunter. And I have to say, while it's fun, it's a fun movie, it's terrible. It's a terrible movie. But, um, you know, it had some some cool CG, and it's just that the story makes no sense at all. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I wonder, I haven't played the video game, but I wonder how much Neither the video game story makes sense either. Right. It, it um, seems like one of those movies, just like nothing makes sense. So, so okay. So you got Paul, Paul W.S. Anderson, who we've gone over the movies he's done. He did Mortal Kombat, uh, and that made pretty dang good money. Uh, mm-hmm. It did really well in the box office, which then got him Event Horizon. So that's how he went from Mortal Kombat to Event Horizon. It that's did the well. universe unfolding as it should right there, I have to say. Um, <laughs> but... They, I think what they did here was they were like, let's get a bunch of mar- martial artists mm-hmm. and put them in this film and, and let them do their thing. And I, and sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't work. But for this movie, it felt like it worked. It's not like where, where uh, M. Night Shyamalan came into Avatar The Last Airbender and was like, hey, we're going to get this kid who does really good martial arts and then we're going to teach him how to act. No. You, no. You, that didn't work. For that film, it just flopped. It was terrible. Terrible movie, 
that wasn't just the kid's fault. It was everyone's fault. It was mostly M. Night <laughs> it was a group failure. It was a group failure. <laughs> but it was mostly M. Night Shyamalan's fault. Terrible, <laughs> terrible points. I don't know why he did that. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. That's a whole other thing, and I could go on for an hour on how much I hate that movie. <laughs> yeah. Love the cartoon show. But um, Mortal Kombat, man. Uh, 1995, we were young. This uh, kind of blew our minds because we had been playing, I at least had been playing Mortal Kombat since uh, the Super Nintendo Genesis, uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Sega Genesis, definitely. Yeah. And uh, I, I was nine when this came out. I remember, remember the blood code? You do a bunch yeah. of Yeah. Oh, my God. I Get the code to make blood it. pop up. I think you had to do that yes. for the Super Nintendo. You didn't have to do it for the Sega Genesis. I think you could just turn it on and off. Uh, but the Super Nintendo didn't have the option, and so you put in a code, and it gave you blood. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, oh, man, I got to remember that. And then, of course, I never figured it out for myself, but I had seen it. Well, we didn't have the internet back then, so you had people exactly. who would all of a sudden pop up in your life and be like, do you know the blood code? <laughs> Let me get you the blood code. It was almost like a creepy version of Do You Know the Muffin Man? <laughs> Thanks for the free parking. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the candy. <laughs> you got a Huffy back there? I'll jump in your van for a Huffy. Um... We digress. We digress. Sorry. Random uh, references. Anyway, um, <laughs> what was I saying? Okay, so you've got this movie full of martial artists uh, and a few who aren't martial artists, but, but people who have trained before. Um, let's go down the list, I guess, because it's kind of a good cast as, as far as the main characters. You have Christopher yeah. Lambert, who his biggest credit, of course, is a Highlander. I mean, this is the dude where there can only be one. Exactly. I mean, to, for me, this is his highest. Really? His highest. And then I mean, Highlander's after that. probably a better movie. Well, obviously, it's a better movie. It's uh, better done. But, but I like which that. one am I going to watch over yeah, and over again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Christopher Lambert showed up, and everyone was like, oh my God, they got Christopher Lambert to be in Mortal Kombat. Yes. He's probably one of the best actors in the movie. I, I would say so. Uh, don't he, get me wrong. Uh, so Danielle and I are watching it, and, you know, it's the first reveal, and Raiden's keeping his head down below the brim of that hat he's got. And uh, the reveal when finally Luke Kang speaks to him and, you know, he gets his attention, and it's just this sudden, like, look up, and you see his face. And it's just so sudden. It just made her laugh. <laughs> Because it's like, you know, when we're nine, we're like, oh, my God, it's Raiden. But as an adult, it's like, <laughs> that was so intense. Oh, it's what? cheesy. Oh, what? it's cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Lambert chews the scenery so well. Yeah. He does such a fantastic job of just, like, he knows this is silly. Yeah. Like, I like it. Like, it's like, it's just enough that he's serious. But, like, uh -huh. you can tell he's having fun with it. Right. Exactly. Uh, you know, like, when at the end, when all, all of them are like, well, you have to take us. And they, like, do the stance or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, I love that. That's uh, anytime thing he I love. threatens somebody, you know, he's like, yeah. "I don't think so." <laughs> oh, and his laugh, his really cheesy laugh is. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> are you trying to wait, wait, wait? Hold on, I now know where Jared Leto got his Joker laugh from. <laughs> I thought my laugh was bad. <laughs> uh, then you got Robin Shu, and Robin Shu actually, I thought that he. 
was gonna be bigger in the way of like because he wasn't a bad actor yes in the movie. no like going down his very list it's all like b movies or he's like yes this one-off character who fights like all he was used for martial arts and never for anything more exactly like, he kind of reminds me of the kid from surf ninjas yeah yeah exactly so the, thinking, man, he should have been in surf ninjas with them i totally agree or even like blood sport like i mean maybe he was a little young but maybe, i feel yeah. like he could have been there you know somewhere but uh robin uh, shu plays Liu kang and the only really the other thing that i recognized him from was beverly yep. hills ninja which yep. i'm okay with that because i love beverly love hills movie. ninja like, i know i love that movie it's so good. It's so funny. It's, it's so stupidly funny. It's one of the last films I remember Chris Farley being in, other than that really bad right. one he did with uh, with the dude from Friends, where they were frontiersmen. Oh, Almost Heroes. Almost Heroes. Oh, my gosh. I, now that, I think that, uh, I don't know if it's my favorite Chris Farley film, but it's probably the one I hold most dear I, because it's hilarious. Matthew Perry yeah, Matthew and Chris Perry. Farley are uh, essentially the um, Lewis people who are not famous because of Lewis and Clark, but they're the people that essentially beat Lewis and Clark to the Pacific. Yeah. And, but but they're, you know, not, nobody knows about them at all. I didn't I didn't find it as funny as earlier Chris Farley. Oh my gosh, I thought Chris Farley vehicles. So funny. I uh, mean, you have Eugene Levy in that movie. Sure. I mean, it, it's so hilarious. But yeah, you got Tommy Boy before that. You've got uh, Black, Black Sheep. Sheep, Beverly Hills Ninja. Like yeah. the list goes on. And I just think he's done better movies than that. Anyway, we Chris Farley's not even in I this agree. movie and we're talking about Chris Farley. Yeah. Um, Lyndon Ashby, who plays Johnny Cage, uh, does such a good job as Johnny Cage. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally, if you look at, you know, the old school um, video game, I, I truly felt like they just ripped him right off of the screen yeah. and popped him over here. I mean, he is that cocky movie star um, that kind of plays in those action movies where he doesn't really have to be a great actor, but he's got to be good at what he does fighting wise. But he's fighting with the media because the media is saying that he's, he's not... fake. Yeah, he's a fake. <laughs> so, okay, you know that scene where he meets uh, Art Lean? He's like, oh my God, you're yeah. Art Lean. Yeah. I saw you fight. Uh, and, like, Art is not a character in Mortal Kombat. Like, there's no Art Lean anywhere in the Mortal Kombat series. Right. Like, he was used only to uh, make Goro seem, like, literally, that's the reason he's there. He dies, to yeah. make Goro seem scary. But, like, they already did the scene where Goro's throwing tons of dudes uh into the gravel or into the ground the rocks it's like okay goro's already a threat why did we need art lean as a character but apparently i just feel like he's he's killing one of his uh somebody that johnny cage looks up to but art lean is a a character a bigger character in the novelization like there's a book ah he's like a huge character in the book and now i was like man do i want to go and read this mortal Kombat novelization like do i want to do this to myself and read this and i really it's up like literally on one of the tabs on my phone uh Hmm. i have the 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 link up to buy it for like six bucks paperback oh that's cool but uh, so maybe maybe i'll go and buy it maybe i won't i don't know yeah i mean hey buy it while it's cheap and you know maybe you, you read it someday or uh hopefully there's an audiobook maybe i can just audiobook it um, yes 
Um, Audiobooks are gold. Yes, they are. But so Lyndon Ashby, uh, I, I looked up his stuff, and uh, he did Resident Evil Extinction, so another mm-hmm. Paul W.S. Anderson film. Uh, he was in a movie before uh, before Mortal Kombat called Wyatt Earp. I remember hearing it. I've never watched Wyatt Earp. That's been was, a long time. But I was more I of a Tombstone guy. Yeah, right. I'll be your Huckleberry. And that's right. Um, and then he's he's in the Teen Wolf series, uh-huh. uh huh. The TV series that was uh, on MTV. He was uh, he's a detective in that show. Apparently, he's in one of the uh, MCU movies as a commander as well. Like very kind Probably of like just back like a in random the scene. background. A- exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I was I was very. Uh, Why do you to treat that, Lyndon though. Ashby this way? <laughs> Lyndon yeah. Ashby, he was Johnny Cage. Exactly. They could have at least made him the Mandalorian. <laughs> Just kidding. He's, he's, oh, he was, I think he's a little old at that point. Rage Cage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I thought he played it perfectly. I love, I love the scene where he fights uh, Scorpion. And yes. uh, and then and then you just he does his fatality or whatever he throws the 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 little photo down and it's like with love from yeah age or whatever oh man that was so cool was I love so that perfect. they included those um, I, I mean I want to say the the fatality portion of the fight yeah uh, the finisher uh, sequence I love that they all got one of those oh, and God. obviously the best line. Of his is the sun, the shades. Oh yeah, those are five hundred dollars glasses. A hole, so good, so stupid, uh, (laughs) cheesy. Like I remember, it's so funny because I remember when I was a kid and I watched this movie in theaters. Because yeah, I did watch it in theaters. Um, Remembering how epic everything seemed and all the fight scenes. Yes. my head remembers all these scenes being larger than life, epic fight scenes. But watching it uh, on my TV and it's been, I couldn't tell you how long it's been since a I've decade. watched Mortal Kombat. It's been a long time. And um, watching this and seeing the scenes happen, I'm like, I'm still enjoying the crap out of this because it's a super enjoyable, big smile on my face movie. Yes. Um, it's 90s, completely 90s uh, in, in its style. Uh, but but the scenes aren't as, like, his fight with Goro, I remember it being, like, bigger. <laughs> but honestly, yeah. it's like, I'm going to punch Goro in the nuts. I'm going to run. And then when Goro comes out, I'm going to push him off the ledge. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he kicks him in the face to do it, so yeah. that's okay. But, but uh, you know, the guys that really hype up Goro are the dudes on the side of the ring, essentially. Yes. They don't have a ring. But, they, but they're like, yeah, Goro, yeah! Like, I think, feel like those are the guys that really jacked us up, like, back in the day. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. also- and we all wanted to see that guy fight. My head remembers Goro being like a straight up monster, but mm-hmm. like, there's that whole scene where he's talking with K, uh, with um, what's his name, Kano? Uh, yes, well, I am Goro. I am Goro. I am Bob. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, this dude actually is pretty sentient and like is a prince. Yes, and general of his armies. Yeah, and so it's just kind of funny to like. Uh, I just didn't remember him being. I just re- I thought I remembered him just going. Yeah, exactly. Most of the time he does. Yeah, just Allah. Sorry, uh, but 
uh, the only thing I have to nitpick about Goro on is that he doesn't have um, an, another set of pectoral muscles for oh, his, other, for his arms. other arms. Because you wouldn't be able to punch or, or grab forward without pecs. So I was trying to look for those. I feel like they may have put something there, but I'm like, no. Maybe... Maybe you'll get that in Goro in the new movie. When we no, it would make him look really weird, I, I think. Because essentially yeah. they would go over his abs. Yeah. And so it would just, I don't know. But I, I was just like, oh, I just realized that. Like, I his will, arms shouldn't work that way. <laughs> what I will give them is Goro looks freaking cool. He really no does. CGI, all practical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he looks really cool. And everything works like I would think Goro would be. Um, yes. Like, less CG, the better. Because, I mean, of course, you've got mm-hmm. Reptile, and Reptile as a oh Reptile is the worst-looking CG you've ever seen. But it, it just all... looks like they threw paint at something. Yeah, it, it's pretty bad. Um, I'm glad they didn't use him too much, but I felt like Reptile's whole plot could have been taken out. Uh, I mean, I kind of liked it with, as a regard. Like, you know, they didn't have to show Reptile. They could have just done the Predator thing where sure. they show his invisibility kind of wavering through this through the scene. And, well, and I liked his a... fight scene as uh, as a human, in human sure, form. Sure, that was cool. But that was it was cool. because it's Reptile and because you're thinking, oh, I want to yeah. see Reptile exactly. fight because he was a popular character. Then they put Reptile in exactly. there for that. But to have, they could have totally, it made no sense. Yeah, it's just it like, you no know, watch whatsoever. Uh, Princess Kitana. And Which that sure didn't do anything because... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. He still beats him. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Kitana else? has been, like, slipping the secrets out. Like, oh. nobody... Like, they're all like, keep her away from these people. And then they... They She's all, basically let him fight, yeah. and she communicates with him during the fight and throws the fight. That one confused me, the fight between Liu Kang and Katana, uh-huh. kind of like because of that. Like, it's Mortal Kombat is... Well, is so technically just, she's the emperor's daughter, daughter, daughter. and so and so she's more he can't like let a her host die. And that, and I don't know if it really counts if she fights Maybe. because she's kind of a host. It's like an honorary fight. Yeah, kind of like and, how how Shang Tsung doesn't have to fight if he doesn't want to. Exactly, but also um, I feel like Shang Tsung. Uh, picks who he takes his souls from so like if he has no use for you politically he kill he takes your soul he enslaves your soul but well, then took, someone like princess katana soul. and sonia he had plans for them so he keeps them alive regardless if they lose or not yeah it's true speaking of shang song played uh yeah. brilliantly by carrie hiroyuki tagawa Yes. Um, oh, I loved him in the Man in the High Castle. Uh, yeah. More recently, Man in the High Castle. He was in the the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. Um, he did the most recent Lost in Space TV series. I liked that. And then he was in um, Mortal Kombat Legacy as Shang Tsung. So, in uh, this guy's like, he's one of those faces that you know, though. Like, right. He's been in so many other things. He just uh, has such exaggerated features. Yes. Right? And he just plays, he plays Shang Tsung so well. Him, uh, Christopher Lambert, uh, are probably the, mine. both actors. They're the best actors in the movie. Um, Absolutely. By far. He's, he's plays uh, Shang Tsung so cool. Like, you hate him and you like him at the same time. He's, but he's also, he's, he's, he's feared and revered. But also he's like, he's kind of like that snivelly, uh, 
I'm going to take whatever I want type of character. And like, you could see yeah. him trying to screw over the emperor if he can. Yeah, he's uh, he's like uh, the Republican of the uh, oh, you know, the the uh, whatever world, the supernatural world. He's just Else, like else, he's doing all world? these. He he knows the rules exactly. The outworld. He knows all the rules, and he's you know he's won his nine fights through these political moves, basically setting up all of these fights to basically lose against them. And this is number ten, and uh, basically he tries to force Sonia to fight him. But she, what she doesn't know, but luckily she doesn't accept the challenge, is that she has to accept the challenge in order for there to be a fight. So he's normally picking all these people he know will lose, and they're just, you know, full of pride, and they're like, yeah, I'll fight you. And, you know, to their dismay, they're obviously going to lose because they're fighting Sub-Zero, Scorpion, and Goro, who are all supernatural figures, and they have no chance right, I like uh, how, at all. Like, uh, I like that Katana... Who also he's she's played by Talisa Soto, mm-hmm. and I thought I thought I knew her from other things, but she really was only in License to Kill, the yeah. James Bond License to Kill, and uh, she did the you know the comic book Vampirella. Yeah, she did the cheesy '90s straight to move straight to DVD or straight to VHS movie. I looked mm-hmm. up her costume and I was like, oh, that is oh. bad. This looks yeah. like a, this looks like a porn parody. <laughs> it sure does. It uh, sure does. But anyway, she. If they remade Katana's character, like Gal Gadot could have played her. Like I thought, absolutely, she and Gal Gadot had the same, uh, like look, mm-hmm, like vibe and look, yeah. aesthetic and um, um, uh, almost motivation. But yeah, but the the Katana telling Liu Kang, uh, Liu Kang to uh, do this with with Sub Zero, like, hey, you're gonna your next fight, you're gonna want to use the element, you know, water against him or whatever. The element that brings life. Yeah, the element that brings life. Like, just tell her, like, use water. Like, use water, yeah. Like, if you're going to, it might be cryptic about it. You're already telling because them. I think it's because Shang Tsung is right yeah. there, and she she's like, hey, I, I didn't tell him to use water. I told him to use element that brings he life. He's got to figure that out, right? <laughs> I guess I'm, okay, so I got a lot of thoughts on I'm this. like half we'll, a traitor. We'll go back into this in a minute. But um, Bridget Wilson played mm. Sonya Blade and the only real thing very I remember well, I think huh I think she played it very well oh very well she did a great job uh but later you'll see her in Billy Madison you know Veronica Vaughn and then she was in Last Action Hero before this and yes and then later like in 99 maybe I forgot when it was actually mm-hmm. out but uh House on the Haunted Hill which might have been Ot one maybe but yeah, yeah possibly it's been a while i remember seeing it with jonathan in the theaters so i think i might have seen that with you dudes you probably, uh, because i love that movie you probably to this did day. it was and it's what um it's what the haunting of hill house is based or what that was based on the book the haunting of hill house which the netflix series was also based on the haunting of hill house so uh was it because i thought the the haunting was based off of that, but they came out about the same time. Because there was there was the uh, House on Haunted no, Hill. No, because House on Haunted Hill, I thought, I don't know. No, there was it, there, it was there was the haunting that was basically that, and then the the show came out way later. But it's it is somewhat similar, you know, that there's ghosts that possess a place and they call you to it and essentially kill you. Um, oh, nineteen ninety nine. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But look, look up the haunting because that one was 
directly based off that book. This might have been loosely, that might have, The House on Haunted Hill might have been uh, loosely based on it, but I don't feel like it was directly based on it. Maybe it was because you had, because in the haunting they had the exact same features where they're you know all the statues will look at you and there's a a man that basically haunts and runs the house and all the spirits that haunt it essentially. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was uh, the haunting was based on Hill House. Yeah, and I remember them being like you know I'm always saying like oh there's always like two of a movie made and they come out at the same time and they you know butt heads and I um, I I always loved House on Haunted Hill more because it was uh, well it was more like a haunted house really you know and and yeah the haunting is is a haunted house too but it's more um, family friendly. That's uh, this one was uh, I remember this Chris Kattan played a snippy yes. little and he he got killed in such a good way. Yes, and he is kind of a hero. He's the tour guide, and uh, he's so spastic because he's so scared to even be in there. His yeah. family's owned the, the mental they, asylum for okay. years. Were they, they, they were there because the last one was supposed to get money or something? Am I, am I Exactly. Right? So uh, Price... Those who flee forfeit their $1 million. Exactly. Price okay. uh, is like a tycoon, like a theme park tycoon, and he does all these contests. So he rents the house from Chris Kattan, uh, for the night to have this uh, contest. And uh, so he's just there to let him in, collect his money, and get the heck out. Uh, but is, uh, Price just sucks him in um, to his doom, you know? It's crazy. This is uh, a star-studded affair right here. I, oh, it is. It really is. It's I a great movie. I guess i got to go back and watch this at some point. It's been let so Let me know, because I will watch it with you. Since I've watched it. Yeah, you're right. This one isn't based on Hill, uh, Hill House. The other one is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Naming it Haunted Hill just makes it confusing, though. Yeah, it's real close. Anyway, Veronica Vaughn yes. playing ooh, Sonya Blade. Ooh. That Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> um, you know what line I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, she does a really good Sonya Blade. I like her fight between, um, well, I like it between her and uh, Kano. Yes. Kano Hello, played baby. by Trevor Did Goddard. Did you miss me? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Great line. Like, if they had done this in the in the mid two thousands, they could have had Gerard Butler play him. Oh crap! I think Gerard that, Butler that would be would cool. A good Kano, but anyway, yeah, totally. Tre- Trevor Goddard plays Kano. Uh, he, he I, I guess he's in Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, mm-hmm. The first one is a dead man. No, that's the Dead Man's Chest. The third one? No, the first one. Oh, I, yeah, I just called out. No, Pirates Curse of the, of the Black Pearl. That's right. That's Curse right. Of the Black that's Pearl. right. Uh, and then he was also in Deep Rising. I don't remember much about Deep Rising. Oh, yeah. Being kind of a big movie. Um, was that the one with uh, Dustin Hoffman? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, 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 that's Sphere. My bad, my bad. I did like Sphere. Sphere's great, yeah. Um, <laughs> their fight was pretty cool. I like the. Uh, I like her getting him in between the legs. And then yes, is like, song is like finish him. No, don't finish him. <laughs> yeah, go oh, give me a break. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that so much. And yeah. uh, he's like telling her like I've studied all your moves. And yes. Like, yeah. Study this. Yeah, I love that. She's good. She's good in the movie. She only really has one big fight scene though. Like the rest all kind of get well, her more of a tale was one of vengeance. Sure. Uh, so and she, she got her she got it, and yeah, it was kind of a plot that and then, was played out. And then her and her and Johnny Cage 
I thought that was so. There was no real like. She didn't want anything to do with that. And connection. then all of a sudden, he's got his arms around her. He's like, "Okay, babe, we're together now." Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, to be frank, I mean, he—not that he earned it, but he's been working for it the whole movie. Well, and I'll he's tell been you, laying it on thick. I'll he's give been him protecting this. Protecting her again. It's a Mortal Kombat movie. Exactly. And instead of focusing, instead of doing the thing that Hollywood always does, which is throw in a love story. Yes. They were just like, hey, okay, cool, whatever. We'll throw in a little bit here for you guys so that your girlfriends yes. can see the movie with you. Yes. Uh, we're just going to be action. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make it sexist at all by saying that. But it was a different time a different when time, right? a, an action movie was considered like a guy movie. Now it's, it's very inclusive. Yes, exactly. So, um, or at least tried to be made inclusive. Yes. Um, so anyway, I, I thought that was funny. I thought the whole uh, Liu Kang trying to get with Katana, like, even <laughs> though it was very, like, again, I say trying to get with means they flirted They're a attracted, bit. exactly. It's and not then, like they're trying to go off into the sunset together. I did, uh, when they're following Katana, he's like, oh, she went this way. And she's and <laughs> Sonya Blade's like, how'd you know? I can smell her perfume. Yeah. And they end up in the wrong place. <laughs> they end up back in the dining room where they yeah. had just left. Yes. <laughs> They're in the dining and then, room. And then, he's like, I know she went this way. And they're like having to part that's my favorite all the spider part. webs. Like, they went this like, way, but they're you, moving cobwebs. Yeah, the spider webs would be broken already if she went this way. <laughs> also, I'm sorry. There is no way in hell that I'd be messing with three foot thick spider webs. No. Uh, no. Trying to get through a hallway. I'd be like, well, I no mean, one's been this way forever. So I'm going to go back the other way. I mean, I might, like, I would, like, get a lighter and poof, you know, okay, great, that's clear. Next one, poof. But, but still, like, just, like, look walking at this, through. And... I'm going to look at this way and be like, uh, that way has never been used, so I'm going this other way? Right, but, oh, man, like, to, uh, rather, like, a day ago. So, I, you know, I, I've been driving around my old Ranger to help out, right, uh, with some errands and whatnot. So I parked my car at my parents' old place, and, um, well, uh, you know, I bringing the truck back and I switch back for my car and I get into my car and uh, I close the door. I'm sitting there and this huge wolf spider just swings in front of my face from the door window. And it made a little home in the corner of that window. And I was, I was just like, ah! so I roll down the window, open the door and I blow him away. And I, uh, and he actually crawls down to the crevice of the window like no. roll it down. And so he's living in there now. No. But, yeah, and oh, for a week, I've just been feeling like spiders yeah. crawling on me randomly and the little string. And you're like, is that a web? Is that a web? No. And I'm just like, oh, God. And uh, <laughs> But so to walk through walls of spider webs intentionally it's like, is not going to happen. It's like <laughs> once a year that meme pops up that says two cars and it's got all those spiders back and forth between the cars and yes. it says would you walk through this to save your best friend and i always i always tag you in and i'm like i love you <laughs> bye yes. like no no it's a goner, i'm sorry i'm sorry dude i love you so much but <laughs> you got uh, yourself in there <laughs> how the hell are you over there like uh give me a flamethrower maybe yeah like, exactly. no way like, walking... give me a shotgun i'm coming there's no way I'm walking through this. I'm gonna. You're gonna give me. It's not like little spiders in no, that. No, they're big. Thing they're you, huge. They're like the ones that are about a foot across. You're gonna. You're gonna have to give me a sword, and I, yeah. I'm gonna have to be like. Uh, I want to be like Loki, cutting through those animals on Skull Island. Yeah, or at least you know, like Jack uh, Jeff Daniels in arachnophobia with the hairspray and the yeah, lighter. Yeah. <laughs> something like uh, something. Yeah. Can I, <laughs> 
can I get in one of the car's other sides and back up the car first? Yeah, the, you know, even run, running over the spiders. Can I do something? Oh, I suppose that if the spiders are there and it looks like it looks, God, we got on spiders real fast here. Uh, yeah, spiders are a real uh, yeah. issue, arachnophobia. There if are, you have arachnophobia, get help, seek help. There are more spiders <laughs> than humans. There is something like, mm-hmm. I, something I read, something like a uh, hundred spiders per human on earth. Yes. Something and if like all the that. spiders decided to rise up in a spider geddon, yep. we're all screwed. Yep. But at least we're not in Australia. Exactly. Spider geddon started there and they don't have any way of contacting the other world. So. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> spiders can stay on Australia uh, and, and have their spider get in there. That's why, that's why Australia is all outside cities and nothing on the inside. They just send all the bad things there. There's in the a bush colony, people, now it's a spider colony. The, the bush people <laughs> are the only ones that have an agreement with the spiders. Yeah, we just got to save the koalas. We can leave the spiders is there. Uh, <laughs> oh, even those koalas will try to kill you. Well, they have really good grips, yeah. yeah was, I, I, I saw that movie, Tropic Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, my complaints about the movie. All right. Sure. My complaints center on Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Yeah, uh, exactly. Or in Reptile, maybe? Uh, Reptiles, okay. CGI first. We'll go CGI yes. first. Yes. Reptile okay. CGI is terrible. When Reptile turns human, cool. Makes no damn sense that he all of a sudden turns human while going inside that uh, weird body thing that sucks you in that we had no explanation for but i'll the take the portal because... that they get to the no no no, 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 no whatever i can take the portal okay, uh, okay it's the humanistic skeleton thingy that sucks in scorpion oh turns him into human uh, uh you mean reptile uh reptile, it's the statue right isn't yeah, it a statue? statue the weird statue yeah. that turns him human made no sense to me whatever i took it because the fight was fun yeah um, so I just feel like that's what Shang Sun traps people in from sure, time to time, well, because and so he went back. You into see that. a body stuck inside it as well. Uh, yeah, earlier in their outworld thing. Every but time I agree, I it could have been done better. I just think like a poop or pee place because I think of outhouse. But, Not bad. Yeah, 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 anyway, yeah that makes pretty sense. Bad, pretty bad. Pretty bad place. There's people. There's <laughs> random people living in. You outworld. don't want to live there. There's random people that are running across the street like, oh, crap, there's new people. Let's run. There's crime everywhere. All the um, buildings are torn down. Oh, my God. It's Gotham City. Um, <laughs> ah! <laughs> so anyway, uh, my other – so it's, of course, when um, when Reptile is a reptile, he looks really bad, like really bad CGI. But then yeah. Scorpion's uh, – what do you call that thing? The get over here, uh, uh, grappling, grappling hook thingy. Yeah, that he uses. I um, I don't quite know why it itself, the grappling hook on him, was its own like animalistic character. Uh, I don't remember that being a thing in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, uh, it was just kind of a chain. Yeah, uh, and so. Where- that would come out. It would come out, and I'm okay with that. But having mm-hmm. it be like a character that, you no, know, it comes out and yeah, it like has and teeth it's, and, and it's stuff. hungry, yeah. And it, yeah, I was kind of iffy on that. Whatever, well, I, whatever. It uh-huh. just looked bad. 
Like it looked right. bad when it came out of him. They spent all the money on Goro's practical effects. <laughs> kind of like how they spent all the money on the um, thing costume from the 1990s Fantastic yes. Four movie that <laughs> didn't ever show the light of day. A Corman oh. production. Um, Rest in peace movies. I did watch that movie. It's yeah, not, yeah, it's not terrible. Awful. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Not, really. not the worst thing I've ever seen. Let's see. Yeah, it right. was made because they wanted to keep Fantastic Four for a later movie, so they had uh, they had Robert Roger Roger Corman make this film. Uh, anyway, wow, we're off this. We can one day that, maybe. This this is the day. I mean, I, you know, Mortal Kombat. It's not like the award winning. Yeah, it, this is the movie plot. to talk there's about the tangents. Fighting. Exactly. This is all about the tangents on this one. Especially so anyway, because we're priming for another episode. Yeah, the big Mortal Kombat episode. Exactly. It's going to be like crazy. The one that will redeem this movie. And Hopefully. Well, especially I don't think this movie doesn't need. If they can make Mortal Kombat better than this movie. Exactly. Then they've won already. And they, they have already because we've the seen trailer. the trailer. Yeah. And it looks like the video games, which already are amazing. Have you played the newer Mortal Kombats? Uh, I liked Mortal Kombat 9. Yeah. And then I felt like 10 was lazy, lazy and then I didn't even want to try 11, so... Uh, I can't remember which one I had, but the fatalities and then the special moves are just so graphic and epic, and uh, and the graphics are well, also epic. The fatalities and stuff are cool. I wasn't huge on, like, okay, this is just a fighting game now. I think fighting games need to be more. Like, look at Injustice, where not only is it fighting, but there's other type of things you can do in the game. Like the story. Yeah, yeah, it just kind of felt... Um, uh, lazier to me than than most. I felt like I, I I returned it immediately. I got it for sixty bucks, played, and was like, "This isn't um, for me." So, I well, I think it. what they would, what the good thing about uh, what this first Mortal Kombat did was do a, a very good job taking a game from the '90s, which I felt like had some of the best graphics of its time, uh, because they kind of like took like little movies and edited it into the in front of the graphic scene, like yeah. for the characters. And then, um, and then they brought it to life in a movie. And now this is all right. We're doing this in 2021. Yeah. And it's going to, all right, we're going to do what's well, happening in the game in 2020. And there's a, there's a ton of bring more that to life. Like yes. now at this point, we've had 11 games. Yeah. Uh, there's a ton of lore they can pull from and do stuff from which then, okay. Now brings me back to sub zero and scorpion. These mm. are two of the biggest characters in the game ever yeah from even from the 90s standpoint exactly and scorpion were the ones you wanted to play you either wanted to freeze the crap out of people or you wanted to grab them with the get over here with your yeah, with or goro maybe might have been above them maybe possibly no i don't know goro was too slow i wanted to yeah right exactly do cool things um goro was heavy hitter but he's a slow character yeah anyway um your complaints to be fair I now can go back and say uh, I know the lore of Sub-Zero and Scorpion because I played the games. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the lore wasn't as thick back then. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're, they're – and it tells – they tell us. They say Scorpion and Sub-Zero are enemies. But under my control, they do whatever I want them to do. Right. Well, and then they, they kill them off really easily. Like, yeah, they could have used them for a sequel. I don't remember if they show up in Annihilation at all. I think they I don't believe so. they do the robot ones. But yeah. I can't smoke and uh... smoke is amazing. I will rather uh, 
in the game. Yeah, I, I loved those were later games. So Annihilation, you had smoke, uh, and so and like Jax and a couple other people. Yeah. And I think even uh, Liu Kang, uh, Robin Cho comes in and plays Liu Kang, but they kill him in the first five minutes of Annihilation, which mm. makes you just want to be like, all right, I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah, exactly. We're all rooting for Liu. I think Kang. Katana's a bigger, bigger character in mm. Annihilation. But so maybe they were ahead of their time trying to be more inclusive at that time. Sure. That was a cheesy movie. It's really bad. Yeah. I walked bad. out of that theater uh, within the first 15 minutes of that movie. I watched it later on VHS, but I think me and my buddies went and saw Devil's Advocate instead. I think, actually, I think yeah. another... Uh, I can't remember who was with me at that point. I, I was going to say Jonathan, but I don't know if I knew Jonathan in 95. I don't think I did. Mm. Um, anyway... <laughs> so uh, this movie, that's my complaint, is that they they didn't really use Sub Zero and uh, and and Scorpion for their as much as they could have. We got and the to see way that they died was kind of, well, not so much Scorpion. That was pretty darn cool. That was fun. That whole scene um, was fun, and the the graphics were pretty cool. But I like, want to know how Scorpion's Johnny Cage dead. got out of hell. Yeah, that that's a good. Tell point. me how Johnny Cage got out of hell because that was definitely hell. They went to hell. Yeah. Yeah, he went to like the fire. It was like a portal to hell. hell. Yeah, and so, but you know, like he slices him, and he's like, yeah. And, uh, he's got like the gigantic like fake skull on him, and that was done well. Uh, I thought it was done well for the time. Yeah, but like, uh, I don't know. I just thought the death could have been a little bit different. Uh, I, I still love the finisher. You know, Johnny Cage putting his autograph down. Yeah. That was that was awesome, and I loved all the gymnastics that Johnny Cage uses it, with all that bamboo lattice everywhere. Yeah, that was that cool. was just so cool. Um, and then also, he finally says more than "get over here." He says, "Get down here." Yeah, get down here. <laughs> the best part about this, they a hundred percent got the guy who originally did the voice on the in the games, and they were just like, "Hey, can you say a couple lines for Scorpion?" Like, yeah, yeah. It was literally, and they even put like the the eight bit sound on it, so it wasn't like a clear sound. It was like it sounded like it was from the video game. Absolutely. Get over here. Get down here. <laughs> you know, like the stuff he said. And Sub Zero said nothing. Um, I was hoping someone would pop up and go Frosty. Yeah, um, exactly. Frosty or whatever. Used to uh, say. Oh, I thought it was Whoopsie. But yeah, no, I think it's it toasty. It toasty. It's toasty. Toasty. Yeah. Because uh, whenever he popped out and said toasty, you have to press those buttons, and then you would get smoke as a character. Ah, yeah, number two or three, I don't remember. Sorry, guys, I don't remember video games from the nineties as well. But um, uh, it's been twenty years. It's been twenty. It's been twenty. Twenty years. <laughs> I don't freaking know anymore. Um. So anyway, this movie is a cheesy fun romp. Uh, complaints aside, it's it, it's a childhood movie that I still like. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head right there. It was made for not children, but like teens and preteens that could play this the game. And I don't think that the mo- the acting had to be uh, as on par no. as we would require today. No. So I, I think they did an amazing job for the time, for the audience, but it is directed at a very specific audience and uh, is done in a fashion where they uh, maximize their budget, I'll say. Yeah. It was a great, and it's a great primer to watch it before this new Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new Mortal Kombat is going to be very lore heavy. 
We're going to get the whole family feud between Sub-Zero and, and Scorpion. Nice. Um, Scorpion. Fire versus ice, man. Yeah, and Scorpion being the uh, bad guy in this movie. Uh, they're going to show us the whole grappling hook. I know it's got a different name, but I can't think of it right now. They're show us the origin of that. They're going to show us the origin of the Sub-Zero clan. We're just going to get a lot of cool things in this. And, uh, I think they call Scorpion's um, grappling thing the Gitovica. I hate you. <laughs> just kidding. You're, <laughs> off, you're off the show. <laughs> Kyle, quit the band. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, I like the movie. I, I can't give it like an A++, but no. for nostalgia factor, it works really well. And Paul W. Sanderson did the best he could for 1990s. Uh, I completely agree. This, uh, it's not an A movie by any means. Of course not. But if you saw it when it came out, it is obviously going to be near and dear to your heart. Um, and not to mention that Veronica Vaughn. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and I loved also the uh, watching the Mortal Kombat cruise line pull up to the dock. I mean, it's cool. cheesy as yeah. heck, but it was so cool to see, you know, an ancient Japanese ship there was just, pull just, up to the harbor like that with smoke billowing from the water. I, I, it's so great. There's just some really cool visual visual effects in the movie. Like, visually, it looks pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah there's no it's just a fun stink it's a fun movie it's silly cheesy campy fun yeah you could say the same thing about event horizon but it also scare the crap out of you uh well event horizon is way well way well yeah no it's a much it's a much better movie but they probably also gave him way more money absolutely same same thing with resident evil cheesy Mm -hmm. but it's super fun and (laughs) gave him a lot of money yeah well, uh, you know what's also cheesy and super fun? What's that? Our next sponsor. Oh, let's talk about them. All right, passengers, we're back, and uh, now we have our B-Days and News. Woo-hoo! <laughs> that was unplanned. <laughs> April 18th, Mr. James Woods. Yes. This guy's always had a lot of gravitas to him. Yeah, you know, uh, but, like, it's so... This is just how my brain goes. If I think of James Woods, I just think of uh, Family Guy now. Oh, really? Because, because James Wood High is where they go to school. And then James Wood hangs out with Peter in an episode. Like, he takes the yeah. place of Brian the dog. Yeah. Oh, uh, my gosh. But, like, James Wood, of course, I think of um, Final Fantasy Crystals, the Crystals Within, the Spirits Within. Final Fantasy, the Spirits Within. Uh-huh. uh-huh. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh like of course he did like video drone and some others. For me, it's uh, his role in Casino. It's it's a supporting character. He plays a guy named Lester Diamond. It's the guy that Sharon Stone is actually in uh-huh. love with while she's married uh, to Robert De Niro's character, and he's just basically like, yeah, marry him and then take him for everything that he's got, and then come back to me. And so, but he just plays the skeeziest guy. Uh, and he, he plays it well, super well. He just always plays that skeezy guy. Like yeah, somebody's got a scheme going on. Yeah, he's, he's always that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite actors from the 80s and 90s, Rick Moranis. Oh, yeah. You know, you know Shrunk the Kids, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 1 yeah. and 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. He, before that, he was, uh, you know, Bob and Doug. Uh, Strange Brew, have you ever seen that? 
Oh no, I don't think I have. Strange Brew is one of my favorites, man. It's uh, it's these two guys. They used to do a sketch comedy, Rick Moranis and the other actor. I can't think of his name right now, but Bob and Doug, and uh, Bob and Doug were um, in the movie. They're, it's Canadians. And uh, they're like, oh, let's see how we can get free beer for life. I hear that you get free beer if you uh, if you find a mouse in your in your beer. <laughs> they try to get a mouse in a beer and try to go to the beer company and be like, so uh, can we get free beer? Um, <laughs> like a weird, strange thing from then on out. It's really funny. But anyway, Rick yeah. Moranis is you know so good, and um, you know sadly he retired from acting after yes. his uh, wife passed away. And he wanted to be, I say sadly, sadly, it's sad that his wife passed away. It's also sad that he retired. Yes. Um, but good for him that he was able to say, hey, I'm retiring and I'm just going to spend time with my kids. Yeah. The movie I love, one of, well, one, obviously there's some very obvious classics that are obviously the favorites, but one that sticks out for me in his career is Big Bully with oh, Tom yes, Arnold. Yeah. I loved that movie. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for his his comeback. He's going to be in the uh, uh, reboot. I'm saying reboot. It's not a remake. Reboot of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. He's coming back. Um, I kind of hope that Rick Moranis is in Ghostbusters Afterlife. Like, they're just not telling us. That would be like, amazing. Like a, secret, like a secret Rick Moranis pops up. Even if it was Even just a, a cameo. Small cameo would be brilliant. But um, yeah. I heard that they didn't get him. So, I don't know. He's got to show up on set. Oh, that'd be really neat for them. You know. Even if, like, this year-long hiatus they've just taken, if they just kind of shoehorn him in, just a little cameo. Yeah, yes, have some. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Eric Roberts, who is uh, Julia Roberts' brother, but uh, you see him in a bunch of stuff popping up. Uh, one of my favorite things is uh, he did the Doctor Who movie from the 90s. Oh. Um, it, when they were trying to reboot doctor who for american audiences mm -hmm. so only doctor who was ever american and he Eric roberts <laughs> played the master oh no way yeah you got to see this movie if you haven't seen oh it. heck yeah i mean i love because so he, this he is a canon doctor who like he is canon that doctor who from that show that oh, happened yeah so and they kind of they show him in the 50th anniversary episode oh and then he played uh, in the dark knight he was maroney Yep, Maroney, yep. Uh, Eric Roberts is a great actor, and I, I like that he shows up and totally, he'll show up in a B, like a BC movie or like mm -hmm. television series, and then he'll show up in like an A+. plus. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he's a good actor. Um, Conan O'Brien, one of a great comedian. Legend. Absolute uh, legend. Absolute, absolute. Uh, speaking of Doctor Who, David Tennant. Yes, the one of my all-time favorite doctors. Yeah, I agree. He's absolutely the best. He's he's fantastic. Uh, he's got uh, the rose. Oh man, yes, so good, so uh, good. And Kilgrave. I mean, oh, he, God. Jessica Jones, so good. And Jessica Jones. Yes. Harry Potter. He's really yeah. good as the snivelly, like son of the um, minister of minister of magic. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. David Tennant's And, uh, you know, he did that, like, snake tongue, yes. like, mouth lick thing. That, And I just, I mean, regardless if he's playing um, a villain or a hero, he always gives 110%. I watch, always buy his character. Uh, did you see the recent uh, miniseries he did, Good Omens? Yes. 
the yes. amazing as well. So good as the demon. Yes. Oh, this is such a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, after David Tennant is the king of yes. gross out movies, Eli Roth. Yes. Torture porn king. <laughs> Dude, Hostel and Hostel 2 are still just so hard to watch. Oh, I, I, I still like Hostel. I, I don't know how much I liked Hostel 2 because of that. I think um, Hostel was the better movie for sure. I, I agree. Um, Cabin in the Woods, the original. Yeah. Not Cabin in the Woods, I'm sorry. What's it called? Cabin Fever. Yeah, Cabin Fever. Sorry. Oh, I don't know why. Yeah, I heard it. And yeah, it just it sounded like, right. Yeah, that's it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> cabin cabin fever still grossed me out. I can't. They remade it recently. I don't know why they would do that. It's like a, a shot for yeah, shot. The first remake. one was amazing. No, yeah. dude, the it, first, it one had, first one had Ryder Straw. Uh, gosh, I'm still thinking of Cabin in the Woods. I'm still thinking of Cabin in the Woods. My bad. Yeah, you think you're thinking of uh, Thor? Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Thor, Chris Hemsworth. Um, Edgar Wright, one of my all-time favorite directors. Did Scott Pilgrim, did Hot Fuzz, did uh, <clears throat> Shaun of the Dead, yep. Baby Driver. Man can do no wrong. Was supposed <laughs> to do Ant-Man and had creative differences and decided to walk away from Marvel. Now I wonder what the difference was. He wanted to do a different type of film and they wouldn't let him. I like Ant-Man now. I think I would have liked Ant-Man better That's with Edgar Wright. I think it would have been funnier with with, with Edgar Paul Rudd's funny, so any script Paul Rudd gets, I think Paul Rudd can just make it work. I completely agree. Um, Melissa Joan Hart, the original uh, Sabrina. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And Clarissa. Explains she explains it all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a crush on her in two ages. Mm, that's cool. That's cool. I was more of an Alex Mack guy myself. I definitely had an Alex Mack <laughs> as well. <laughs> I remember, uh, I remember Alex Max watch Alex Mack watch, watching Alex Mack when I was a kid. I say kid, I don't, I don't remember how old I was when that came out. But when she, uh, you know, when she turned into the puddle and then popped yes. up somewhere else, she was always mm-hmm. naked. Yes, I was. I was like, can you move those boxes? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I'm T uh, two action right there. You know, Terminator two, little liquid metal action. She, um, and then she popped up randomly in like one of your favorite movies, A Hundred Girls. That's right. And uh, also 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah, that's right. But we're on Melissa Joan Hart. So, yes. Anyway, um, April 19th, James Franco. I don't know uh, how much I really want to talk about James Franco. I like him as an actor, but I think he's a terrible person. Well, uh, see, I, I see. I, this is why I don't pay attention to the news. It ruins all the things that I like. Uh, but what did he do? I don't know. Please help. Me. He had an acting studio. And uh, he was teaching people to act and a lot of sexual harassment stuff. But one of the big things was he was teaching these girls uh, how you act when a person's going down on you in a scene. And there, in all movies, you're supposed to wear this fake thing that goes over your genitals. Mm-hmm. Sure. And he made them remove it and he did it for real. And uh, oh. yeah, it's pretty creepy stuff. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's some other stuff he's done, too. He's been accused of a bunch of stuff, but for some reason, uh, he's just uncancelable. I have no idea. Uh, well, he's done things like uh, The Disaster Artist in 127 so, Hours. So because he's a great actor, it takes away from what he's done, but Kevin uh, Spacey, who's like no, 10 I times better, is myself. 
I no, separate myself. You could say that. Art. No, I think James Franco is a great actor and I like his movies and I'm not saying I'm not going to go back and watch them. What I'm yeah. just saying is it's kind of creepy. No, I agree, in that, but um, it's not going to stop me from watching Pineapple sure. Express. Sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, Enjoy a great laugh. Uh, I'm and, still going to uh, watch The Usual Suspects and Baby Driver and, yeah, and it's, it's basically still not. Yeah, exactly. It has nothing to do. Seven. It just happens to do with my enjoyment of the film. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm not condoning his behavior. Right. He also just, you can tell he's probably pretty creepy anyway. Uh, Ashley Judd. I would have never known. No, you wouldn't have thought. This is the end. He plays a total creep, and they're all supposed to be exaggerated versions of themselves. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I just, I for me, I'm just like, that's acting. But yeah, again, I don't pay attention to the, you know, celebrities sure. so much. Yet we're in the business of celebrity news. Yeah, I know, but I'm I'm, I'm focusing on the works, not okay. the people so much. Ashley Judd, uh, I thought I'd mention her because I just really like Double Jeopardy. Uh, exactly, I really like that a lot. That's I such really movie. really like Double Jeopardy. Like I just, I think I saw that like three times in the theater. In the theater, that's that's cool. I think Jonathan and I did. We really liked <laughs> Double Jeopardy. Yeah, it was a great flip. Uh, Kate Hudson, I bring her up because I absolutely love. Um, uh, 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 almost famous. It? Almost famous. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, really love Almost Famous a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I hear her new movie is really bad though. What movie? Music. It's directed by Sia, the the singer. Sound. I want to swing from the chandelier. Hills. From the chandelier. Hills. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, I had no idea what about that. So yeah, thank you for the warning. <laughs> uh, it's still in, in a queue of mine that I will watch it just because I really like Sia's music. So maybe I'll kind of I don't know. Um, Hayden Christensen, uh, I have to bring him up because Star Wars. But yeah, I, I mean, hope he's he not really re- revered for that role quite I hope yet. That he can redeem himself in the Obi Wan TV series. Yeah, uh, it's just something about like because he has an aesthetic to him that it, you know it's inviting, and I I can kind of buy his characters, but it's more of a speech the way he delivers his lines. Oh, it's that anything, is uh, that is kind of tacky for me. After Star Wars, he sucked in. Anything before so, Star Wars, he was good in. I have to say, I really liked Jumper. I okay. liked it. I like Jumper for the the. I liked all the actors in it, uh-huh. uh, and I liked the plot a lot. The execution of the movie was pretty bad, uh, but I I thought that they could really fix everything with a sequel, and we never got a sequel. So again, I, I have to. So I I I. I really liked the way it was shot. It's uh, especially when he does his. Um, He's grunting. I'm putting a lot of effort into whatever I'm doing. Yell the, ah! his comes off. Um, I, do, I just don't buy it. And, and it kind of breaks the momentum of the film for me. If that makes any sense. Sure. Uh, I, I think so Hayden Christensen. Say that. I think Hayden Christensen learned how to act. And, and, He'll bring him back. and was able to act. No, no, I think he could learn. I thought he could act before the before Star Wars. And then George oh. Lucas was like, no, I want you to do it this way. Hmm. And it's like it broke Hayden Christensen, and he didn't know how to act anymore. Although I'll give him this. Mm-hmm. Life is maybe, a house. maybe he got bullied just like... Uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd? Anakin. Not Christopher yeah. Lloyd. Uh, <laughs> Lloyd, what's his name? <laughs> Lloyd. Lloyd. 
Lloyd. You know who we're talking Lloyd. about. No, now I can't stop thinking about fucking. No, excuse my language. <laughs> Doc Brown coming like pulling up in the DeLorean up to George Lucas and being like, "Come on, George, we have to go back." Hating Christians inside. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Lloyd Henry? Lloyd. No. No, no. Jake Lloyd. Nick, yeah, Jake, Jake Lloyd. Lloyd. Yes, I'm, I'm like beat red right now. That's so funny. Can't triple stamp a double stamp, Lloyd. Lloyd? <laughs> Lloyd? <laughs> Lloyd! Um, Hayden Christensen, I think, was good in a few movies, and then yeah. he just kind of lost it. But there was the one where he played, like, the guy who was a, was a I think it's called Glass. He mm. was a reporter who started Shattered making up glass, maybe? stuff. No, it's called Glass. Okay. Okay. Maybe it's Shattered Glass. Yeah, I'm looking at this. It's one of the top films on Shattered the IMDb, Glass. but I don't know if it's it could be another movie named oh, Glass. That was a good one. Damn it. All right. Anyway, too much Hayden Christensen. He yeah, hates, but it's hilarious. He hates <laughs> sand. Yeah. I hate sand. and fire. I assume. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let me tell you this story really quick. Cool. Nineteenth birthdays pops up. Of course, I do my list. And do you know who's dead bottom? Whom? Tim Curry, right? You don't put Tim Curry. You put James Franco on the cover, but you don't put Tim Curry on the cover. That's a generational thing. This is how young people ruin things. No, I'm just kidding. No, there's a great meme. <laughs> there's a great meme that says you could tell a lot about a person to where they remember Tim Curry from first. Absolutely. It's Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, I agree. It's tied between that and it for me. If you say Tim Curry, my first thought is going to be anticipation. <laughs> I love Rocky I love Horror. That. Oh, that was good. I love Rocky Horror, and and him as Frankenfurter, and yep. but yeah, Pennywise, uh, friggin' the the dude, the dude at the hotel in Home Alone Two with Rob Schneider. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's right. The concierge. Uh, that's right. Thornberry, yep. Nigel Nigel Thornberry from the Wild Thornberries on Nickelodeon. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm trying to. Oh, Clue. Yeah, yeah. As I was saying, Clue, Clue is the Butler is and Clue. Amazing. Um. Oh no, I didn't. I was talking about it, and yeah, yeah. but no, but I yeah, Clue. I can still watch to this day at any moment. If I the, watched it yesterday, I could watch it today. It's. I love that movie. The Devil in Legend, with Tim, with uh, with uh, that was him. Yeah, he's the devil. Oh, oh my God! I don't, I don't know why. When you said devil, I heard that as the title. Oh, I don't no. know why. No, so no. sorry, but yes, the most amazing devil. Yes, I'm probably ever. Probably portrayed. the reason that the devil looks the way he looks in so many pop culture things is because of Tim Curry in Legend. <laughs> I mean that's that's not the reason, but I would I totally no, 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 credit no. him with it. Look at look at how Dave Grohl looks like in Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Totally looks like Tim Curry in Devil. I, in, I mean, uh, I, I would credit. I, yeah, I would totally credit like pop culture references framing their look after that. But obviously, there's a long history, right? That that shapes the image of the devil, but yes, yeah. More recently, I feel like that is the standard. Tim Curry created the standard for that aesthetic sure. uh, in that movie Legend. I'm, which I'm gonna is keep amazing. going though. Yes, Congo. Girl. Yes. Oh my God, Jimmy, please! I love that 
I love that guy. Oh my god, it's another sleazy character that you just love. Um, I'm trying to think of of some of the other ones that I just really love him in. Oh, um, Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You've got cap and feet. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, come on. And then all the voices he's done, of course, Nigel Thornberry we've talked about, but I mean, he, he's done so many voices because he's got such a good voice. Oh my God, I almost forgot. What? Scary Movie 2. Yeah! Professor. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Uh, I had completely forgot about that. I, so, I mean, come on. It's it, Tim Curry should have been first. He should have been the the first person on that but uh yeah, seniority first man come on i love i love me some tim curry i will always love tim curry i'll be sad when tim curry uh leaves this earth absolutely don't talk about it don't put that energy out there in the universe man they the universe is already taking a whole bunch of people we like we don't need we don't need the cue being reminded of anybody they missed <laughs> oh my gosh he was the bad guy in mighty ducks the animated series lord draganus oh wow uh, oh my gosh, he was in Gargoyles, the TV series. That I do remember. I used to love that show. Dr. Anton Savarius. Um, God, he was in Captain Planet. I'm sorry. I know I'm just now I'm just rambling about Tim Curry, but I. But I, he's amazing. Just look at his list. I mean, it's hard not to. Absolutely love this man. Um, you want to be on our podcast? Please give us a call, even if it's just to be like on a phone call. Hey, thanks for lemming me. We would, we would take that call. What? He was on Dinosaurs? No way, really? He played Jean-Claude, the devil, and a character, Winston. Oh, wow. <laughs> dude, Tim Curry was everywhere. That, that dude just, uh... That dude He's makes me... a staple in our lives, like our in our movie lives. He really is. Makes me so... So happy. I could keep on talking about... He was Captain Hook and Peter Pan and the Pirates. Oh, I was going to say, that was Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> but, no, no. no, I hear you. I hear you now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love this man, but... Oh, absolutely. Okay. Anyway, we have we'll a move ton on. of birthdays to get through, yeah. We'll move on. April 20th, we have Andy Serkis. It's Golem. Uh, yeah. And also uh, from... Um, what was it? Black Panther? Right? Yeah. He was in there. Oh man, his his role in Black Panther was the best. Um, as a Ulysses Claw, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all spelled weird, so I was like, "Is it Claw?" But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. He's great. Oh, he's such a great actor. He's a great actor. Yeah. Um, George Takai. Yeah, Star Trek the original yes, series, right? Uh huh. But also just a really funny dude. Like following his Twitter and stuff. Honestly, also just a great human. Yeah, like human. One of the one of the better standard. one of the better humans. Absolutely. Uh, Crispin Glover, man. Oh, uh, Back to the Future. Weird uh, and slightly creepy, but I don't think he's ever done anything bad. But he's, uh, he he gives a creep vibe. No, nah, I've, I've heard some of his some of his newer stuff that he's been doing. His art style, art mm -hmm. art house stuff is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but I, for one, really love him in the um, the rat movie where he plays Willard. Willard, yes, yes. I wish they had done the sequel, Ben. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't either. But obviously, we got to talk about George McFly in Back to the Future, right? Who uh, 
he sued and won against them using his likeness in uh, Back to the Future 2. Oh. Because that wasn't him. He he wasn't asked to come back because he wanted a sum of money that they wouldn't give him. And so they used someone who looked like him without asking him for his likeness. And Ooh, well, so he got he paid anyways. <laughs> Forever, Crispin Glover will never be in a Back to the Future movie. <laughs> wow, whatever. Not like hey. they're going to make another one. Hey man, you know when we get in an argument, like our parents would like make us like make up with our siblings, even though we didn't want to. We need to start implementing that in Hollywood. Like, get over it. Get the kid. Stop burning your damn bridges. Yeah, exactly. Um, After after Crispin Glover, we have Carmen Electra. It's Carmen Electra. I just added her. Yeah, exactly. Another scary movie actress, since we mentioned it earlier. I, not a like, great actress, but I, no, no, exactly. I he was married a, to a rock star. Brother he used to love for a while. Um, dude from Jane's Addiction. He had that song RX. Why did my brain go totally? He's the host of. Oh my gosh! Uh, of well, uh, I going blank? He, he's the host of that uh, tattoo show, Ink Ink yes. Masters. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name. I'm sorry. Jane's Addiction. Jane's Addiction guitarist <laughs> dave navarro oh my gosh i i hate navarro navarro yeah, yeah 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 i used to love that dude oh absolutely and um that there is no love left in your eyes yeah. i love that song but isn't so that much. rx there yeah 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 okay we'll move on april 21st james mcavoy Arguably, uh, no, hold on. I'm not going to say nope. that. because Nope, I, don't say that. I think that uh, Patrick Stewart's a better professor. Uh, it's a very professor good catch, X. my friend. But James McAvoy <laughs> did a very good job. Did he a did. Very good job. A young Professor X. Yes. The, the best young Professor X. Yes, the best young. That. But also amazing in Split. Yes. Yeah, so good in Split. Oh, my gosh. And and I I, uh, I don't know. I felt like I was alone in liking Unbreakable. I love Unbreakable. Uh, back in the days. I, I felt like so many people tore yeah, that people movie down. It. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then finally, like, Glass comes out. Or, uh, or Split. Split. Uh, one Glass. of the two. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Loved everyone came out of the woodwork. Oh, no, no. It was a great movie. No, you said you hated it. Yeah. I remember. I remember you you specifically. I wrote it down <laughs> in my journal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. said, he's going to mark my words. He's going to come back and say he loved Unbreakable. Look, nineteen ninety. It's like a, it's like it looks like an old school, like a text message, just like drawn on right the page, right? <laughs> the timestamp. Uh, Tony Danza after James McAvoy. Who's the boss? So make closer, Tony Danza. Yeah, exactly. Um, the headlights on the highway. <laughs> Robbie Amell after Tony Danza. Robbie Amell being the. Uh, cousin of Stephen Amell who played uh, Green Arrow. Hold on, I gotta appreciate uh, Tony Danza's appearance oh. in um, Broad City, by the way. I think uh, she, he, he showed up I think as, uh, as one of their fathers, and I really like that. But anyways, moving on. Robbie Amell. We know him from uh, The Babysitter, and yes. The Babysitter uh, Killer Queen. Exactly. Yep. And I, I, I loved him a lot. I, I, I my prep, Not that they're Either one of them. Not that the second one was bad, but I really preferred the first one. Uh, and he was amazing in that one. The second <laughs> one was just 
more goofy and more still fun. Good. Still good. I just liked that the other one kind of took the horror vein more seriously. Sure. You know, it's still still fun and kind of lighthearted, but yeah, uh, yeah. Anyways, but I also like Robbie Amell in the Flash. He was the original Firestorm. Yeah, yeah. And then he saved the world and died. <laughs> As they do. I guess uh, he died the hero there. Yeah. Uh, April 22nd, we have uh, one of the heaviest hitters of Hollywood, Jack Nicholson. Absolutely. Um, diehard Lakers fan uh, <laughs> during the best uh, dynasty of the Lakers. Uh, but I have to say, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a ton of movies that he is amazing in. Obviously, he's, he's I have to say, but like behind Mark Hamill, Joker, he's probably my favorite Joker. Um, obviously, Heath Ledger is amazing, but it just for me, he does it. But I can't get enough of the movie as good as it gets. So say as good as it gets, probably his best movie. I, yeah, I, I can't get enough of it. I love that. Um, I love it so much. Uh, oh, I, I'll, I'll take it back. The Shining is his best movie, in my own opinion. But okay. as good as it gets, I think is the most uh, the most mainstream anyone can watch and still love that movie. Yeah, it's like going to CeCe's and being like, hmm, which pizza do I love more or something like that. Not that CeCe's is the best pizza in the world or anything. It's like, always going to be the Alfredo. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Like at CeCe's, it's only going to be the Alfredo. And maybe yeah. you're not even going to eat the actual bread. You're just going to scrape the cheese off and put it in your mouth. And like, yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Pepperoni's still great, sure. but you know you're going for that Alfredo. Yeah. <laughs> or we're back in the day of the mac and cheese. Oh, mac and cheese pizza. I forgot about that. That was a good one. Anyway, yeah, CeCe's is a terrible one. I went, I went not too long. Well, I went about a year ago, and it was awful, and I'm never going back. Well, now that you've had that fancy place. No, it was even before that. It was before but, that, dude. CeCe's is just saying, so bad now. You can't go back, though. You can't go back. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, $5 is not worth it for me. Uh, I'd rather spend the eight bucks and go to Double Dave's, or I'd rather spend the twenty dollars. Oh, I have to disagree with you there, man. I actually preferred. Uh, you took me to Double Dave's, and I actually preferred. Ew, CC's is cardboard. Double Dave's now, is actually pizza. I I have really haven't. You make pizza since. Uh, I have. You make pizza. How do I you? I haven't eaten at either since like way before I had my own restaurant. So my impressions are still. I would. Pretty- Restaurant days. I would rather spend five seventy five at Alex's Pizza and only get two slices and a drink uh, than spend five dollars at CeCe's and get all I can eat. Well, also I remember the two ninety nine days, and I'm the guy that would go there and I would only eat the Alfredo pizza. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! <laughs> CeCe's is the absolute trash pizza of the earth. Oh my gosh! gosh. It is trash. Upon trash, upon trash. Um, moving on, Jack Nicholas is amazing. We love him. Moving on, we're going to Jeffrey Dean Morgan, another heavy hitter, uh, who was also in a Batman movie. <laughs> he played Thomas Wayne. That's right. That's in, right. Uh, Batman versus Superman. Yeah. And may and still I'm, play him in a future movie. Flash I movie. hope so. I, I'm not going to lie. He would play an amazing Thomas Wayne slash original batman right well not original batman he would just be thomas wayne no he'd be thomas wayne batman where uh bruce dies instead of thomas oh okay okay yeah all right bruce and his wife was yeah that's what it was okay uh morgan though i like him as the uh father in supernatural uh oh my gosh 
I forgot about that. How'd you forget, dude? That's like this first big role, in my opinion. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's just been a while. But yeah, he's great in that show. And he was good in the in the last season of Walking Dead I watched, where he was Negan. Yeah, I actually I haven't uh, seen the last uh, or that this season where he was Negan, but he um, is revered by like every single one of my friends that made it that far. Uh, and so I, I know I just oh, know I, he's I good. I just got bored. I was like, man, Negan's yeah. good, but he's also just another governor. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I got done. Um, and then, not a heavy hitter, like lowest of the low, Amber Heard's birthday, but I put her in here because of Justice League. Yeah, moving on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, really kind of moving you on. Know, uh, you know, I had to say, and not really because of her, but there was that Never Back Down movie that I couldn't stop watching for like a year. Is Never Back Down um, the kickboxing movie? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, no, it's not kickboxing. It's like jiu-jitsu or something or, like No, that. it's not jiu-jitsu. Yeah, it's, it's like Muay Thai. It's a fighting movie. It's something like that, yeah, yeah. I love Never Back Down. I have that on Blu-ray. I really? love Never Back Down. Absolutely, uh, positively love it. I love the kid who's the best friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! That's Quicksilver. It's Evan Peters. Yeah. Oh my god! That just clicked in my head. He looks—he's so young, and uh, he's still got all his baby fat. <laughs> he's not like uh, skinny like he is now, and uh, somewhat in shape. Uh, oh my gosh, that just clicked. Well, and that also the the cool. trainer is uh, is is also uh, well. It's before I say. Well, it. he's the guy. He's uh, from. It's Jamon Yes, exactly. And also yeah. the island. He played a guy in the island. who's really good. Yeah, dude, it's Evan Peters and um, and and the uh, bad guy in it was Cam Gigadin, and I loved him because he, oh, was, yeah. he was in the OC, and so uh, that that movie was like a. a uh, what do you call it? A guilty pleasure for a very long time for me. I completely agree, but also because of the soundtrack. I mean, not the jumpsuit apparatus part, but there are some other good songs Look, in there. I like that one song from Jumpsuit Apparatus. Well, I don't know if that was all Jumpsuit Apparatus, but you know what that whole movie kind of sounded like that. Do you feel like a man? Yeah. When it's got 39 Metacritic score. That's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, dude. I love that movie. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> heard. Uh, we spent way too much time on her. April yeah. 23rd, we have Cal Penn. Cal Penn, Harold Kumar. Yeah, exactly. Harold Kumar. Kumar 2. Of the duo. Harold Kumar 3. <laughs> but also Van Wilder. He was Taj. Uh, he was uh, like Van Wilder's What's assistant. wrong with this bong? <laughs> it's a bong. bong. That's it's for my schlong. Oh jeez! Oh and, man! And then now he's like really political. Like he actually helps in politics and stuff. And ooh, I like yeah. that. It's interesting how Cal Penn and um, I can't remember Harold's name right now off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 you know, it's gonna bother me that I don't remember it. But how they both kind of started doing serious stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 very interesting, actually. Um. He was in the other one, not not Cal Penn, but he was in uh, the Exorcist TV series. He did an awesome job. Uh, he's, uh, but his name's John Cho, by the way. John Cho, thank you, John Cho. Uh, was in Exorcist the TV series. You got to watch both those seasons. Fantastic. Ooh. Um, George Lopez. Yeah, Viva la Raza, man. Heck yeah, I love George Lopez. I used to love the George Lopez show. I yeah, I've seen him live when he played in Nokia when it was Nokia. 
No, uh, and isn't it still Nokia? I don't know. It's called something else now. I, I think, think it's just the theater. <laughs> Verizon. Uh, yeah, it's like the Verizon theater now, um, I believe. But I man, you would think that a place like that would be indestructible. You know, it wouldn't even lose its name. Uh, place Nokia. is great. Yeah. I love it's that place. Nokia joke for you. Um, yeah, George Lopez. Is he a power shorty? Is he short? Is he a power shorty? No, 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 no. He's. No? I think he's like. He's not. He doesn't qualify. He's. Like, I mean, he might be five eight, but that's not a. That's not power. You qualify for us. You gotta be like. I think. So does that make does that make Peter Dinklage the king of the power shorties? No, because he's just amazing. He's epic. Like he might be. He would just be duking it out between him and. Um, uh, oh my god! Oh my god! I feel so bad because this is like one of my most. I my everything in my house is Back to the Future. Oh my god! Oh my god! Michael uh, J. Fox. Thank you, Michael J. Fox. It's been a long day. Uh, came home from work and I'm just like fried. Uh, anyways, yes, that that they would be duking it out. Is Michael J. Fox grade. short? Yes. I know that Tom Cruise is short, so wouldn't Tom Cruise also duke it Tom out? Tom Cruise is not short, dude. He's like five seven, five eight. Uh, he's not. No, like Power Shorty is like five six or five five and below. Okay, you're right. Tom Cruise, man, you had that right on the ball. Five seven. Oh! <laughs> you had that right on the dot, man. You went five seven. He's five seven. Boom! And three uh, quarters. No, wait, I just okay, kidding. Wait, I don't know. I, uh, I'm looking up Chris Carabba's height. I don't know. Lead singer of uh, Dashboard Confessional. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm going to say he's five six. He's five five. Ah, okay, cool, cool. So he would be a power shorty. Yeah, so I don't know whether to draw the line at five six or five five. Uh, probably I don't five know. five. I think I'm good with five five. Yeah, me, me too. I feel like if you're five six, you qualify as tall. You know, All right. like, you know what I mean? We're stuck. We're stuck now. Let's let's move on. Anyways, I like that we've developed the concept of the power shorty a little. Yeah, more. we'll we'll have to make a t-shirt power shorty for you. Yeah. Power shorties for podcast or for pop culture elevator. Love it. Um, John Oliver up next, dude. Another awesome, awesome dude. Uh, probably one of my favorite people, especially with these messed up years that we've had. Well, his his COVID updates, the like mm-hmm. six of them that he did, were all fantastic. If you mm-hmm. people, if you're not watching John Oliver, uh, what is it? Next week tonight or last week? Yeah, last week tonight. Yeah, last week tonight is brilliant. Um, yeah, he explains things to you. In just the best way that you'll understand. And, and also, if you disagree, you're like, oh, man, I'm, he's right. I got to yeah. reevaluate. Like, I imagine, because normally we agree yeah. on a lot of things. <laughs> so I imagine, like, the people that hear these arguments are just like, oh, yeah, I can't watch this because I'm going to start agreeing with him, and then I'm not going to be able to hang out with any of my other <laughs> him and, uh Him and, him and of course, um, uh, uh shoot uh john stewart john stewart thank you okay are just the best at the like uh political satire um you know it's the same john oliver could have fit in in irresistible perfectly absolutely absolutely um and then he did the voice of zazu and the lion king which is enjoyable he did he did john cena yeah (laughs) um john cena who like wrestled for a while and then all of a sudden became a pop culture sensation yeah uh because of a meme exactly 
the dude has fantastic comedic timing. He really does. He's got skill. I am very surprised by it. Blockers had me laughing so hard I was crying. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, I can't think of any other John Cena's off the top of my head right now. He's going to be in Fast uh, 9. He's in Bumblebee, and I'm so looking forward to Fast 9. Dude, let's take him to space. Skin. I don't even give a crap anymore, dude. Uh, Just, did they show that? Are they going to go to space? Did you not watch the new trailer? I thought I did. <laughs> I Were thought they I on did. a rocket? And the car is a rocket ship, and it falls off the top of that thing. Oh, that's right. Sorry, and I just, Ludacris I just... is taping himself up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're in spacesuits. I don't know. I just thought they might space, go. Dude. I don't even... know. See, for me, like, I don't know where. I mean, I think I know where the division between inner and outer space is. And I think that they're just going to kind of be, they're not going to, like, you leave think they're the, stratosphere. Be the stratosphere. I think they're going to be within the stratosphere, so they're not going to be an actual no, outer dude, space. They're just going to experience microgravity and fast nine uh, goes oxygen to space. Light. I thought they're going to go to space. <laughs> well, we'll know. find out, right? I cannot wait. And it's your birthday. Wait, no, no, no. Did it get delayed? Uh, it, got, it got to June. I think actually, Fast Nine might be the first movie I see in theaters. Uh, yeah, I agree. I wanted to do, I honestly, I wanted to be Black Widow, but they pushed Black Widow. From May into July. That's the one that got pushed. But did so, they? I thought they did delay. No, they did push. It's okay, June, wait, wait. June wait, instead wait, of May. Okay. So I mean, I'm, yeah. Uh, that was the one we were going to go see for your birthday, man. So we got to yeah, pick another one. Uh, there's so much happening. We yeah. Should, maybe we should rent a whole theater. We'll get a bunch of friends and just put in five bucks each and just rent a theater Please. for us. Please. Can we try and do Alamo Draft House? That would be really fun. I don't know if Alamo it's Draft House in, in favorite place in the world and I can't uh, wait to get back. It's not open yet. It's still closed. No. I know. Uh, anyway. Um, after John Cena, we have Jamie King. Uh, I, I used yeah. to have a huge crush on Jamie King. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would imagine anybody still would. Uh, has she done anything terrible that might change that? <laughs> You know, I is don't she know. a bad person? Yeah, exactly. Am I not allowed to like her anymore? No, uh, I think I think she's still good. <laughs> I think she's still fine. But uh, you know, my bloody Valentine remake. Uh, she was in Sin City, The Spirit, White Chicks. I'm trying to think what I remember her from the mo. Oh, uh, Slackers. Slackers. She's the romance interest yes. in Slackers. That's what I remember her most. From. She was also the romance in Bulletproof Monk. Mm. You remember with uh oh, yeah, Pearl Harbor too. She's one of the nurses, right? Yeah. <gasps> oh my god, she's in blow. I mean it's a very small role because she plays at the very end when um George Young's daughter uh uh Christina is grown up and visit him visit it's not even sure. she doesn't even visit him. It's a it's a hallucination, but she plays the old the grown up version of his daughter while he's rotting away in prison. Which huh. actually he was supposed to get out of jail in like 2015 or 17 so i wonder what he's up to if he if he made it and if you know if he's reunited with his family at all oh she's the one who dies in sin city that's right is and that the dame to kill for the right dame to kill yeah dame to kill for. yeah i'm not a huge i don't think i could go back and really watch that and be happy with it but i liked it when um, i was um i yeah i mean i still is that the one no it the probably first one had elijah wood right it probably sits there in the 300 realm for me the second one, the first Sin City, I thought was amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, I was... but yeah, Elijah Wood's character scares the crap out of me. Another power shorty, uh, and uh, I really liked. Uh, I really liked the small cameo from um, Josh Hartnett. I really wanted to see more of him. He was the yeah. Assassin. 
Yeah. I forgot about that too. Man, this has been a while. There were a lot of threads that it really could have been a good sequel, and then they made a direct to DVD sequel instead, and it didn't do very well. What? Not the Dame to Kill for. There's another one. There's a sequel. That, Since was the Dame Dame to Kill for was the sequel. I thought was Dame to Kill for not the first one. No, it's the first one. Okay, my bad. My right? bad no. if that's true. I don't. I know. don't know if that's true. Uh, you might be I totally got, right. Yeah, I could have sworn Dame was the sequel. Well, here it is in front of me, so let's see what it says. And I don't see that title there, but... No, it's just Sin City is the first one, and the sequel is A Dame to Kill For. So that one was direct-to-DVD, you said, huh? I don't know. I'm not sure anymore. I never saw the sequel. Uh, I think I saw it, but... I don't think I loved... I didn't love the first one enough to... Oh, I loved it. I liked it. I, I liked it when it came out, but now... When it when the sequel came out, I just didn't care anymore. Mm. Um, after Jamie King, we have Dev Patel, who is a fantastic awesome. actor. Awesome actor. Um, he broke out. He, he broke out in uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then he went on to do Choppy. 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 Uh, and he was the he was the best part of Avatar or the Last Airbender. Ah, so, so I have not seen that movie. Uh, and so I guess I'm I'm glad not to have because how much it. everyone rips it. Yeah, it's so, so I, I, bad. Somebody invited me, I think, and I almost went, but I. I you might have gone. You might have almost came with us, but I think it was yeah. me and LD went to go see it. I think you're right. Before uh, before LD left for the Navy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. After oh, Depp Patel, have you seen um? Have you seen uh, uh, oh God, the, the one about the tiger and him on a boat? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Why am I going to out? That was such a great movie. Like, uh, Avatar just keeps wanting to come off my tongue. It's wrong. Stop, <laughs> Stop it. Uh, nah, it's like the not the flavor of water or something. It's something like that. Nah, the flavor of water. You know what I'm talking That's about. That's the movie I want to go right? see, The Flavor What's of the, Water. <laughs> What's that movie? It's like The Look of Water or something like the, that. The Look of Water. Come on, know. keep coming up with these, man. I just, I don't uh, know I'm, what it I'm is. ready for more. I'm ready for more. Um, <laughs> that's that's two movies we got to make right there. This is this is terrible because I'm even on the IMDb and I'm looking for it and I just can't, uh, can't find it. it. We can't remember which one it was unless we're thinking of the wrong actor. Am I thinking of the wrong actor? Because I was I was thinking that um, this actor was in Hereditary, but I'm incorrect. No, that was the dude. That was Nat or one of the Wolf brothers, Nat Wolf. Right, right, right. And uh, uh, I might be. I'm wrong. Bad. It's not that you might not. be doing the same thing that I'm doing. Yeah, what was that movie called? And who was remember. that? <laughs> it was a flavor of water. Yeah, uh, the, the boat movie with <laughs> yeah. Lion and the Boat. Oh, gosh, I can see it. It was Lion so gorgeous. Lion and Boat movie. It was such a great movie. How can I not? The Life not of Lion Pi. Is a tiger. Life of Pi. Life of Pi. Yeah. Dev Patel was in Life of Pi. Yeah. Why isn't it on the, this thing? Why is it on his IMDb? How in the world? Maybe... He separated himself from the art. Artist separated himself. Well, now I'm going to look up the life of Pi on IMDb. <laughs> and maybe it's just the dude who looks like him. That's what I'm wondering. You know, like did they could they couldn't get Crispin Glover back, so they you know did the same kind of thing here. <laughs> I oh my god, let's see, Dev Patel, life of Pi. Yeah, I wonder what's up with that. Maybe he doesn't want to associate himself with Life of Pi. Maybe him and the tiger got into a spat. I I, I guess I could be a hundred. 
percent wrong. Oh, so he's just not even in that movie? I guess so, but like I typed in. No, he's not. He's not in that movie, huh? Oh, well, that's just sad, and we apologize for our mistake there. Yeah, Thank I hope you for holding not, on with us. Uh, I, I hope that's not passengers. construed as racism because Indian yeah, exactly. film, but like that's not it. I, I just I just thought that was him. I when I when I think of that movie, Jeff I see his Patel's face in my in my head. It's been a while since I've seen Life Five. I've only seen it once, and I really liked it. Yeah, it was gorgeous. But yeah, I haven't uh, seen probably it since. probably my favorite Ang Lee film. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dev Patel, let's just go back to Dev Patel for a second. Uh, yeah. Dev Patel is just a major uh, force to be reckoned with, and I think that he needs to be in a bunch of new movies. But uh, he's got one coming up that I'm really excited for, uh, The Green Knight, where he's, he's, playing, uh, the, he's playing the knight of the round table. I can't remember which knight. Uh, Sir Gawain. Uh, Gawain. Sir, Sir Gawain. 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 Right? Gawain. I thought it was, thought it was Gawain. Uh, I think it's Gawain. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, who who challenges the actual Green Knight? And uh, the Green Knight says, "Look, you could you can strike me now, but however you strike me in a, a whatever a year's time, I think it is in a year's time, I will <laughs> come back and I get to strike you the same way." Oh. And so he chops off the Green Knight's head, thinking that he'll kill him. Right. And the Green Knight comes back and says, it's my turn. Oh. Uh, it looks really good. I'm very excited for it. It's been delayed forever. Now it's finally coming out in July, I think. Nice. I'm very excited for it. I love Dead Patel. Yeah. Uh, April 24th, uh, and I'm probably saying his name totally wrong, but I think it's Jimon Hunso. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. I'm going to let my Mac help me out here. Just to make sure you keep going. I just want to know for myself. Well, anyway... Uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, never back down. You, you nailed it, by the way. Did I, Sean? Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah. Um, God, what else? Blood Gladiator, Diamond. I love. That? What? Did you say Gladiator? By the way, I did not yet. No. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, Blood Diamond. That I love the Blood Diamond. Um, we Amistad. mentioned the island earlier. Shazam. I mean, he's been in so many movies. He's uh, going to be in The King's Man. Really? Yeah. That'll be exciting. I, I'm, I'm so very, excited for that I'm super movie. excited for that movie as well. Yeah, very excited for that. Um, I, I love this actor, though. I love seeing him in... <laughs> Sorry, I just scrolled past Biker Boys, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> biker Boys? You know what we call motorcycle wreck sir, per people? Organ donors. Oh my gosh! And oh yeah, he was in the Cradle of Life, Lara Croft, the Cradle of Tomb Raider. That yeah. Um, but also he was uh, Papa Midnight in Constantine. Yes, awesome world. Your dangerous play. <laughs> he was also A dangerous game you're playing. He was also dangerous play you're gaming. It's Deep Rising. <laughs> he was in Deep Rising with oh, uh, Deep with Rising Kano. coming up a lot today. Yeah, there we go. It's so cool. Okay, we'll move on because we're almost done here. Um, Barbara Streisand. It's Barbara Streisand. It, right, yeah. And I, movie icon. Uh, I movie don't know icon. if I'm particularly her demographic. No, but not really. I do appreciate some of her works. I really do. Uh, but, you know, I always, she's just, she's, you know, she's Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Um, and then last but certainly not least, Jack Quaid, who plays uh, Huey in The Boys. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Uh, I mean, he's great. Go for it. Yeah, he he really was. I, I I connect with that actor. I genuinely like seeing him on screen, and I I buy it. He has this kind of uh, uh, like. Uh, like an optimistic jadedness to him. Yeah, it's contradictory, but it's it's uh, or paradoxical. But I love it. I love yeah. it. It's a great energy. It's very human. I would say he's just a fun character. Like, it is he's a good actor. I, I look forward to seeing him. I believe he's is he going to be in Scream Five? Is that what he's going to be in? Yeah, uh, he's going to be in yes, something. I was like, I was like, yeah, I was almost for. But yeah, he is coming on the next Scream. It's just called Scream. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, he, he is going to be on that. Yeah. It's another one. We're going to be like scream 2022 or 2020 or whatever. I hope so. I can watch those screen movies. Yeah. All the time. Them. We've did the whole series. So, and, and honestly, uh, four kind of left on a bad note for me, but again, it was because it was a, um, a litmus test of the times, you know what I mean, and the motivations of yeah, that's another thing. Screamer, that's why you have to be in the mindset of the time it came out in. Exactly. So yeah. it's. I think if you were born in this generation, you'd love it. But yeah. uh, it, but me, I'm like, come on, man. Like the first one was a dude getting revenge yeah. because his mother, and that makes more sense. It's almost Jason level scary. Uh, and, and as far as like motivation is concerned and uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just felt like that was kind of lacking, but I do love how it's a, it's a uh, critique of society whenever sure. it comes out. Well, happy birthday to our celebrities. Yes. Happy birthday. Without you, we would not be able to do what we do. So thank you. Well, let's get into some news. Yeah. We are getting a contemporary reimagining of the Toxic Avenger. Do you remember the Toxic Avenger? Um, remind me. It was like uh, this dude who was a, a janitor and he accidentally falls in some chemical waste and then becomes this <laughs> grotesque green uh, guy named Toxie. Yeah, uh, I'm not like super into it, but uh, yeah, I do remember. There that. was a movie. It was a, a, tro- a Tromo. Tromo, I think is what they're called. Tromo film. And... Uh, it it uh, was really gross, and of course, like you know, boobies and gross stuff and blood and guts. It's you'd actually really enjoy it. Um, but uh, the cartoon the series, litmus test of Mark, right there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the cartoon series was great. I used to watch that. It's crazy how the '80s and '90s gave us cartoon series of things that were rated R, like RoboCop. Yes. Oh, like we used to get rated R movie. Like I have this conversation with my students today. <laughs> we're making up a cartoon series for four to ten year olds mm-hmm. and oh my gosh and they're like hold on so uh can i do something like batman beyond where there's guns and stuff i'm like batman beyond was the time of the 90s guns were okay in tv series but go look at what y7 means uh in 2021 like you can't have that stuff in there you know it's like there's a difference in time so like late 80s early 90s we got rated r cartoons like not the cartoons being rated r but the movies they were based on because we were able to watch those right exactly i mean it, again it was just a different time where you different can trust time. that if your kid watched or heard music or play a video game they wouldn't go on a rampage right uh, or at least they wouldn't blame it on that later in a lawsuit uh that's kind of yeah 
Yes, it's a totally different time. Now it's guaranteed to happen. Well, we're getting this contemporary reimagining. We knew about this for a little while. Now it seems like Peter Dinklage is going to play Toxie, the uh, Toxic Avenger, and Jacob Tremblay, who we saw in, um, uh, uh, oh my gosh, what was that called? Uh, the Good Good Boys. Mm. The Good Boys. And I think we saw him in another movie that we reviewed that I can't think of off the top of my head. Um, but he, oh yeah, he was the kid who gets brutally killed by uh, the bad guys in the Shining sequel, Dr. Sleep. Ah. The, the baseball kid. Oh. Um, but anyway, he's going to star opposite of Peter Dinklage in The Toxic Avenger. Um, a contemporary reimagining, I really hope, that is still uh, silly in nature and gross and all that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Top Gun Maverick. It was delayed. We talked about this last episode. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, we find out now it's delayed because Tom Cruise wants to go on a global press tour for the film. But that's a little bit contradictory after, after his you know, COVID rant on right. set. Now he, he wants to go through the world. Because he feels like at that Oh, he point, wants to wait till we're all yes, safe and yes, yes. vaccinated. That's now, why. that is not contradictory, and I actually applaud that. It does suck, uh, but as somebody who is isolated for a year, I have to say thank you so much for just staying resolute. Yeah. Uh, however weird you can get at times, I still love you. And um, oh, I'll take the weird Tom Cruise every day. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you jump up on that couch and say, you're in love with your health, your personhood, and prolonged life. So, (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, another thing, Scream 5, so Scream as they're calling it, but I'm still Uh going to call it Scream 5 because I don't want to confuse it with the original. Yeah, exactly. Has a bunch of multiple scripts flying around because they want to avoid spoilers. So there's going to be like a script. I like that. Yeah, it's kind of... Well, it reminds me back in the days of like Scream 3 when it came out and it was like internet times and they were like, we have multiple scripts so you can't figure out who the killer is. And God. hell, we didn't know who the killer was. God, that's so amazing. Yes, that's sorry. That that was just like brain candy right there yeah. because of, yeah, because of the past movies. God, yep. so, so good. Love it. You, you experience the movie before you even get there. That's yeah. so great. Um. A Gundam, so you know what Gundam is, right? Do you? No. Gundam is a... Uh, wait, 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 wait. The, the, the giant robot. The giant robot. So it's an I old mean. Japanese animated uh, cartoon series. Dustin loves it. Uh, absolutely yeah. loves it. Watched all of them I, I know him because of Ready Player One. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, well, there's a live action film coming out, and it's going to be directed by Jordan Vaught Roberts, who directed Ooh. Skull Island. And I love Skull Island so much that, yeah, yeah give me some John Vaught Roberts... Uh, mecha creations fighting absolutely yeah, give me that all all day long um he's directing it it's gonna be a netflix film so i'm excited yes i'm excited Netflix killing it i think it i think it'll be really fun okay i don't like this next bit of news this annoys me kevin oh. smith released the trailer for kilroy this year a bunch of months ago kilroy was here it's based uh on this uh graffiti character and um, with the big nose that hangs over the edge. Mm-hmm. That's called Kilroy. Well, you imagine Kilroy as a, as a murderer. We watched the trailer. It looks fun. He is selling it yeah. as an NFT. Holy guacamole. Now, part of How me much is say, that going to be worth, though? Exactly. That's what I it's going to be bidding war for it. And peop- But here's the problem I have with this. You could buy the NFT if you have the money for it. 
and then you can just say, I'm the only one who ever gets to see it and put it away in a vault. No. Yep. That's the contract. You can do whatever you want with it, whether it be make money off of it. You can get it and try to sell it to studios. Mm -hmm. You can get it and just put it on the internet for free. You can get it and never let anyone see it again. I hate this idea. Me too. And also uh, because it stokes my paranoia. I've been watching 2012 a little too much recently. And, you know, they start putting all the art away into vaults before Mm -hmm. the disaster happens and they put fakes out. So, uh, you know, I'm just like, what do y'all know? Why y'all creating this art economy right now? Look what's going on now. I, I hate the NFT thing. I'm, uh, uh, um, I like it because of the, the idea that one of my pops, my pop final collections could skyrocket in value. But, you know, my... But that has nothing to do with NFTs. Pops, well, I mean, just if they somehow... That would just, that's just collector market. NFTs is this digital market. Not only is it kind of hurting the environment because of all of the, the stuff it takes to make one. I don't know the whole thing about it. I just, it's like Bitcoin, right? Yeah. It's like Bitcoin. Yeah. It's just the, uh, the, what it, the computing power that it takes to process a Bitcoin or NFT, uh, is not very green. It takes up a ton of power. Yeah. So I, I just don't like this whole NFT thing just because uh, I don't see it as a sustainable market. Um, and it really probably isn't. It'd probably go away for, you know, it's like the next big thing. It'll get big for a while. I just and don't also, like it. It seems like it might encourage an illegal art trade, you know? Oh, okay. Here's the deal. Uh, Kings of Leon released their new album on NFT. Mm-hmm. Only way to hear it was through NFT. If you buy it, you get the digital copy, but they had a thousand of them that they sold. You mentioned that on our previous episode, right? Yeah. So you get a thousand of them, right? A thousand people could buy these and a thousand people, and then they can do whatever they want with them. But he is making it a one-to-one seller. It is one person can buy this from him and they can do whatever the hell they want with it. It's like when Wu-Tang released an album and they only released one and it sold for like a million or like, I don't know, it was like $10,000 or $100,000. Um, and then that person never released it, right? And it's like, well, that's, yeah, you just paid a stupid amount of money for this. You can do whatever like, you want. <laughs> but I saw the trailer for Kill Rose here and I was like, I want to see this. Kevin Smith, I want to see all your movies. This is stupid. Don't do this. Um, go do, we would rather you just do a road show. You'll get more money doing a road show than you will NFT. Let's see. Let, put a reserve on it. If it's a if it's a stupid amount of money, you know, do it and then give all the money to all your fans. <laughs> Just kidding, but, but uh, yeah, I agree. I think a roadshow would be awesome. We would love to see you back in Dallas again. We were there if he at did. the Texas Theater. Oh my Could god! Could you imagine if he released Clerks Three as an NFT or Mallrats Two? Now that that I'd be would so make mad. me so mad. Oh, that, I'd be so mad. Yeah. I would be very mad. anyway. He's doing this because it's the newest thing, but I wish he was making a movie separately. Do it with like, like a do it with like the Buddy Christ statue. Just do, do it a, with that. Do a different movie for your NFT one that's just it's kind of like that movie that uh John Malkovich did that's not going to release for a hundred years. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm mad at Kevin Smith. That's like the first time I've been mad at Kevin Smith was for this. Yeah, emphasis on the last three words there in the script there. We can't repeat them because we are a family-friendly show. (laughs) (laughs) Lucy Liu has been cast as Calypso, the villain of Shazam 2. Ooh. You know, you don't see a lot of Lucy Liu as villains, so I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, I remember her in, uh, was it like Payback? 
uh, with Mel Gibson. Uh, she's a villain there. I said you don't uh, see very a lot intense. Of no, 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 exactly. You don't see, and but she was extremely good. Uh, so yeah, it would be great to get some more menacing Lucy Liu. Uh, that isn't just uh, kind of a sexualized character. Yeah, I'm sure she'll have a sexy costume of some sort. But that isn't just a hypersexualized uh, villain. I'm excited. I like Shazam one a lot. So oh uh, yeah, it was good. Too. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Like a way more than I should have liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I would. I would say it might uh, not tied, but like right there underneath Ant Man. It was nice because it was like you just had all these dark DC films, and they're like, let's give you something happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like the ending a lot. The ending was good. Um, and then last but again not least, in, in sad news, the famous ArcLight Theaters is closing its doors for good. ArcLight's very oh yeah, the big dome, right? Yeah. The big dome. I, yo, when I first saw that, um, I thought it was because uh, I just you know was turbo scrolling, and I I saw a closing like big bold letters, and I thought it was the Casablanca Theater here in Fort Worth. The first time I saw that thing, I thought it was too. Yeah, <laughs> I saw. I was like, <gasps> but you know, it's still sad either way. But not Casablanca, Casa, Casa, Manana. Man- Casa Manana. Yeah. Casa Manana in Fort Worth, excuse me. Yeah. Thank you. Is that still open? Uh, I'm assuming it wouldn't be during this time. Yeah, but... There's major social distancing, but they had a stage in the middle. You know, you just close off the first 10 rows and, you know, maybe you might be, be in business sure. there and social distance like a mofo. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> they got to keep the arts alive. Well, you know what also uh, we should go for? What's that? These sponsors. All right. Hey, Danny, today's sponsor is Frank's Vitality Fixer Uppers. Oh, yeah. Frank's a great doctor. Indeed. He says no fatality is actually that fatal. He claims he can fix you up as good as new. Well, I know that if I ever fall in a battle of Mortal Kombat, I'll ask that my lifeless body be taken to Frank's Fatality Fixer Uppers. Me too. And for our passengers, if you tell Frank that Pop Culture Elevator sent you, he will waive the copay. Well, that's a deal. Thanks, Frank's Fatality Fixer Uppers. Thanks. Yay! All right, passengers. The last segment of the show, the elevator pitch. We are uh, Mark's turn. We are going to give Mark three random words. He is going to tell our imaginary, uh, uh, you know, director, producer, whatever, um, on the elevator, his pitch, so that we can, again always make money off that so mark are you ready for your three words i'm ready okay scallop yeah scallop like the, okay, okay, okay. Fish, yeah, the prawn the aquatic creature that you eat yeah delicious stiletto yep stiletto like the shoe mm-hmm. the stabby part yeah yeah with the red bottom yep and the jump jump said the jump jump is that a soft j like yump or like yogging <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> jump uh, okay this is probably going to be a little pixar short but okay so we have a little girl she wants nothing more than to be a grown-up woman so she does everything she can to 
you know, emulate her mother. She steals her mother's clothes, jewelry, and even her high heels, even though they're way too big for her. And she'll be walking around in these stilettos everywhere, right? And she's jumping around. She's splashing in puddles. And she's near a beach that, you know, recently had a big old storm. So, you know, there's been some aquatic life around. And, oh, no, she injures a little friendly scallop. And this results in a dear friendship forming while she nurses it back to hell. The end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> and, and, you know, the funny thing is, is that uh, a scallop is actually more of a uh, clam. Yeah, yeah, like a prawn, I think. I don't no, know. A prawn uh, is, is that like a, a prawn is a muscle, big, a muscle. Muscle, yeah. M U S S C L. A prawn is like a big shrimp. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. a muscle, yeah, like a muscle. It's okay. Seafood. <laughs> it's funny because yeah. I, I typed in scallop into Google and all it gave me was like all these like delicious looking scallop recipes. I'm I'm just like I'm licking my lips just thinking about it. And then I pressed <laughs> the button that said alive, and then I was like, oh. Do I really want to eat that? But yes, I do. I do. Hey, nobody wants to meet the cow before the burger, right? I mean, same thing here. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Elevator. We love you, passengers. And remember, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at popcultureelevator at gmail.com, Instagram at popcultureelevator, Twitter at PCE Podcast, and our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next Wednesday.